Hi, I'm Jennifer Z, and welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on food, fitness, and wellness. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of topics, including inflammatory conditions, women's health, plant-based nutrition, fitness, and mindfulness. It's designed to teach you how you can become your most powerful self every single day. From interviews with today's top health, fitness, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a fun and happy atmosphere. So sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with experts and people who have completely transformed their lives through plant-based nutrition, fitness, and wellness. And if you love this podcast and would love to see it grow with even more incredible episodes, you now have the opportunity to support the Jennifer Z podcast by visiting jenniferz.com forward slash podcast. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-Z-E-E.com forward slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. This helps me amp up the podcast finding more incredible guests while increasing the number of episodes being published. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. Today on the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast, I have Tanya Gasparis. She's a multidisciplinary designer with a passion for futures thinking. She is currently completing her Master of Design in Strategic Foresight and Innovation at OCAD University. Her thesis focuses on empathy through nature and the benefits of biophilia in the built environment. Tanya recently co-founded a design company called Over Under Inside Out, which creates futures-driven products. Her first product is a virtual heartbeat for plants. Tanya and I talk about the wonderful world of biophilic design and how you can incorporate nature into your life to reduce stress. Let's get started. Hi, Tanya. Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jennifer. I'm really excited. I'm all about a balanced life and mindfulness, well-being, so I'm really, really happy to be here. Oh, amazing. So I want to start by talking about the inspiration behind Over Under Inside Out because, first of all, the name is amazing, but I want to know all of the details. So what inspired you to create your company? Yeah, well, the inspiration, it's really a mesh of things. Over Under Inside Out is a features-driven design company, which means we speak to rather long-term and complex issues. The future aspect comes from my graduate work in foresight design, where we are trying to apply the methodology to the solutions that we're building. Um, I would say another source of inspiration comes from my grandparents. They were both farmers their entire lives, and they really taught me the value of connecting to the land. You know, as we progress into these dense urban built environments, we tend to lose our everyday connection to nature. It's easy to focus on, you know, the aesthetic values of plants rather than their true benefits. And that's what really inspired us to create the product we're working on. 
And I would say the last source of inspiration comes from my awesome co-founder, Mike Santi. Mike has always wanted to start a creative collective and we share a lot of similar values. It was really natural for us to form our methodology. And to answer your other question, that's where the name comes from. So over, under, inside out, each word actually represents a design approach and it's explained on our website. But yeah, that's kind of how the name was born. Or Some people refer to us as OUIO as well. Oh, that's so cool. And we're going to put the link to your website in the show notes. Has awesome. it, so I, I'm guessing this has always been a dream of yours. Yeah, totally. Yes. Although it's been incredibly challenging to try and start a company from scratch, especially something in hardware, it's been a really, really great experience. You're learning every step of the way, and that's exactly how I want to live my life. I love building physical products that are designed for human connection that try to tackle something complex like mental health and urban living and empathy. It's through this kind of work that I really feel fulfilled. I love your position on everything being connected as well, because I'm a huge believer that all things are being, are interconnected in some way or another. Um, so how are you taking the past ideas and connecting them to present and future creations? Yeah, uh, that's great. This is something that ties into our design methodology. So the word represents history, that all things are connected, even concepts or ideas. Every idea is built on the backs of older ideas. So when we're designing, we ask ourselves, what can we learn from what has come before? And how can a product benefit from that knowledge? So for example, we spent a lot of time researching biophilic design, and we spent time understanding other plant-based uh, plant products, even taking them apart to really dissect how they work. This all informed our design and the purpose of our product. We also spent a lot of time researching how plants improve mental health and how by nurturing a living thing, it creates this connection and appreciation to other living things which is where our empathy through nature concept comes from. We also try to learn from nature. So there are so many natural solutions to things that exist already, as you know. So when we're designing the shell of our product, we try to mimic natural shapes and patterns and also really understanding the needs of plants. For example, some need to dry out. So we designed a simple plug in our product that allows for drainage. It's really, really important for us to have a solid understanding of this kind of research and knowledge in order to, to design something that can have a significant future value. Right, and that's genius. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people know about like the specifics, but with biophilic design, uh, do you think that many designers are going in that direction or is this a new thing or is this something that has happened in the past that people are starting to pick up again? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll, um, I'll explain a little bit about biophilic design because I feel like it's a little bit of a buzzword, uh, so I should probably elaborate on that. <laughs> so biophilic design is the application of biophilia, and biophilia is described as the innate tendency to seek connections with nature. So a company called Terrapin put out this really great report about the 14 patterns of biophilic design that emphasize connection with nature to create experiences in the built environment that are restorative for its occupants. It's been scientifically proven that this design approach encourages productivity and improves mental health, hence the restorative concept of biophilic design. 
So there's an emerging trend in the workforce to encourage this type of design. We see this in Amazon's by Felix Spears in their Seattle office and Google's own sidewalk labs here in Toronto use dappled lighting, wood and plants, um, other biophilic design practices. I would say that uh, Bill Browning is one of the most well-known in this space, but the concept is, is relatively new. It's born around the 1980s by Edward Wilson. And this is something that we tried to incorporate into our product, but we designed for people who are actually renting uh, or more transient. Uh, just generally people that can't install large green walls or design their home or, or their environments from scratch. So our, ours is a design. And I'd also say that uh, this quote, this, there's a quote that always sticks with me whenever I think about the importance of biophilic design that always goes into whenever we're designing what we think about. And it's by Vishan Chakrabarti. And it goes, if you don't want processed food, why would you want processed cities? Mm -hmm. Something to think about, yeah. <laughs> well, it all goes back to the power of plants, right? Yeah. And when you think about it, even I mean, what's on your plate and your environment, and it brings me to forest bathing or Shinrin Yoku, mm -hmm. uh, which for those who don't know what forest bathing is, it, it the term was actually coined in Japan in like the '80s or something, um, and it's a healing therapy where literally you take in the atmosphere of the forest, and for people who practice this. Practicing as little as 10 minutes a few times a week has long-lasting uh, stress reduction benefits and calming benefits as well. And long-lasting means after those 10 minutes, you leave the forest and you're still experiencing the benefits. Um, so, you know, for me, it comes down to, I think that people, and especially myself, we seek that natural naturally we seek that connection in nature in some way or another but some of us don't live near a forest for example um however this brings me to your newest project where you are actually connecting people to nature by creating empathy through nature by way of a virtual heartbeat for plants can you share some of the details about this product? It sounds amazing. <laughs> Definitely. And I really, really love this concept you brought up of forest bathing. That's really cool. I'm going to have to dig deep into that because I just love it. Um, so empathy through nature is exactly the goal of our product. By learning to take care of a plant and seeing it thrive, we hope this reinforces connection with the land and even connection with one another. So to do this, we wanted to create a product that could both simplify plant care, but also reinforce the human nature relationship that we just talked about. You know, it's common for people to overwater or underwater plants. This happens every day and it's the main issue with plant care. What our product does is regulate water intake for the plant via the heartbeat function, which lets you know when your plant needs water. The heartbeat has different speeds depending on how low the plant is on water. So it's kind of like gamified plant care. However, like I mentioned, the human nature connection is something we tried to actually design into the product. So the product is touch activated, which means you'll only see the heartbeat when you engage with the plant. This way, it's not some product that does all the work for you and you can just let it sit in the corner it really reinforces that need to engage with your plants. Right, it gives you a deeper connection. Yeah. 
Well, that's amazing. So for, I feel like there's so many people, especially if you live in the big city as well, uh, they're just becoming disconnected from nature. And because we naturally seek that connection, uh, you know, people are suffering from stress and all this stuff. And I mean, like I said before, not everyone has a forest in their backyard. They can't mm -hmm. just go out you know, twice a week for 10 minutes, even if it's 10 minutes, because people have, let's face it, people have less and less free time yeah. to spend doing anything, yeah. let alone being in a forest. <laughs> uh, although once you start forest bathing, you get hooked and you realize how, how long lasting the benefits actually are. And then when you think about your return on that investment, it's tenfold. But in the case in the event that somebody really doesn't have the time, how can people just start incorporating nature into their lives right now? Something simple, something where they don't have to, um, you know, they don't have to go to like a greenhouse and start picking out all these elaborate things. How can they just start that right now? And what do you think some of the benefits are for them? Yeah. Um, so I would, of course, my initial reaction is to say, like, get more plants into your home. Like, as you mentioned, bringing greenery into your home is a great step. Even if the plants are fake, uh, surrounding yourself in greenery has a huge impact on your mental health, your productivity. If the plants are real, then your empathy, your sleep quality, the air, the air, the air that you breathe in your home, it actually eliminates volatile organic compounds. It's just so vital for us to live in um, something I also try and just encourage between my friends and family is to make more of an effort to get outside and, and visit parks, uh, green spaces in your community, appreciating your surroundings and making an effort to care for the land. And then, like you mentioned, it's, it's really difficult sometimes to actually get out and, and immerse yourself in those environments. So I would say to check out this emerging trend called plant fluencers on Instagram. It's, it's actually the word plant fluencer. If you search that hashtag, you'll come across a lot of great creative ways to incorporate nature into your home. And it's just tons of pictures on beautiful plants. Even just looking at photos of plants has psychological benefits. And it's really nice to just scroll through them, get to know that community. So yeah, I would encourage people to check out that hashtag for sure. I'm actually checking it out right now. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic tip, especially for people who are, say, sitting in their office and they decide not to take lunch outside or to yeah. take, like, their air break as opposed to a smoke break, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, scroll through this because it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon. <laughs> I know. I'm addicted. It's, it's really interesting because I love the way that they, like, frame the photos or just place the place in such intricate areas. It's, it's really cool. Amazing. So as a woman in the design industry, can you share some of your biggest challenges that you went through, say in the beginning, or you're still kind of going through? And how did you overcome these challenges? Yeah, well, I'm in Toronto, and I believe there's a really strong startup culture here that encourages entrepreneurship for everyone. Great. I've actually had the privilege of working alongside some great mentors, both female and male, that have been able to provide excellent advice and encouragement. And our company is actually a recent graduate from the Imagination Catalyst Incubator. And while we were there, we worked alongside some amazing women entrepreneurs that were really inspiring. However, I'll say that my biggest challenge has been trying to break in 
it's not easy to find funding or a real roadmap for manufacturing, especially within international manufacturing. And that's honestly where I've struggled the most. That's the physical building of the product. It's been a really steep learning curve, but I've dived in and it's forced me to grow a lot quicker in this type of business. I think to overcome any challenge, it's all about mindset and believing in your vision and what you're trying to do. So, Right. And in terms of things like Kickstarter and funding places like that, what, what are your thoughts on Kickstarter and is your new product on there or did you take a different direction? Yeah. I and of emerging tech, emerging ideas, and I love to see what people are coming up with. So I'm, I'm often on it just to, just to check it out and trying to figure out what problems that people are trying to solve. <clears throat> I think it's a great tool for early adopters to find new and conceptual product. So it's basically a crowdfunding tool that you can launch products of any kind on, even like movies or comics. It's really, really great. However, we actually decided to launch our product on our own website only because we want our community to live beyond the initial campaign. So we want everything to be on one site that can grow and gain user feedback and just have longevity for when we move into our next product and our product after that. So yeah, I think it's a great platform. We're just not using it for this specific yeah. um, campaign. And yeah. you're, you're basically taking a journey with your, your tribe, so to speak. Which exactly. Is, which is amazing. So then what's next for Over Under Inside Out? Because I'm excited. Thanks. <laughs> well, right now we're just really focused on launching the product. Yeah. So we're finalizing some manufacturing details and then we'll be crowdfunding on our website. We're really just excited to see this product come to life because it's actually been something we've been working on for over a year and a half. Wow. So it's long-term coming and we're really excited. Um, after this, I think we want to try and do something bigger, but still relating to the environmental issues because that's our passion. But definitely we want to continue on as entrepreneurs and, and see how far we can go. Yeah, I can't watch. I can't wait to watch you grow because everything you're talking about sounds fantastic. And you have to send the link once your product launches. Yeah. Because, uh, I'm going to be like your first customer. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I love asking this question. Everyone already knows what I'm going to ask because I ask it to almost all of my guests. And it's nice because they get to reflect on it. Uh, some have called me back and asked to change their answer uh, upon reflection, which is great because it means that they were thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self and give your younger self a piece of advice about design and business, what would you tell younger Tanya? Mm. This is great. I love this question. Um, for me, I would probably tell my younger self to know that business doesn't necessarily mean monetary gains, but it can also mean social impact. So you can design a business that serves a greater purpose and can contribute to a greater good. I would say when I was younger, I thought that success was determined by what you have, but now I believe it's actually how you serve. And I'd say that if you want your career to thrive, you need to take care of yourself. It's all about balance. So healthy eating, meditation, being in nature, it's all going to help you succeed in your business. So don't neglect your mental health for sure. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. And I think more and more people are seeking out more of a balance because, mm -hmm. you know, what people were doing before isn't working. 
individuals are suffering from burnout, uh, depression, extreme stress, and more and more people, just like they're seeking out more plant-based options, more and more people are seeking out that life-work balance, which is fantastic. So I love your answer. Matanya, thank you so much for coming on. This was amazing. Great. Thanks so much for having me. I really loved it. Great questions too. The best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of healthy living through plant-based food, fitness, and wellness is to share it with your friends and family. You can do this in person or through the various social media platforms out there. I'm so thankful for each and every like, share, and comment. And if you're looking for more food, fitness, and wellness inspos, please visit the jenniferz.com website. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. And until next time, stay happy, healthy, and plant-based.